0: The Money Show. Small business. The small business focus brought to you by Productivity South Africa, providing solutions for businesses in distress. Pavlo Fatidis likes businesses long before they get into distress, because uh, where does the true value in a company lie, Pavlo? It's the the eternal question, I suppose.
1: It is, and you know, Bruce, it's changing. It, it, I'm convinced of this because of, uh, I suppose, the last year, but more recently this year, the, the the number of businesses that have found themselves under massive pressure and almost evaporating or disappearing, uh, whether it be in what we had in South Africa, the riots down in KZN and in Gauteng, um, or the fires that have raged and continue to rage right across the West Coast of the United States, um, in some cases floods as well. It really got me thinking, it really got me thinking about what lies ahead because if you look at, you know, the three levers of change that are really shifting and reshaping the world for us, all of us, all of us. If you keep your finger on the pulse of contemporary news, you know that there's rising tension and increasing tension and a seeming impasse emerging between the US and China. And North Korea is testing all these new missiles and the Taliban has now got its own views on how it wants to manage the Middle East, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we have have a lot of political uncertainty that lies ahead. We absolutely have climate change uncertainty that lies ahead. And I don't think that you should imagine a world that is going to be apocalyptic and doomsday-ish, but don't lose the opportunity... To take a step back and say, but hang on, if my business were to vanish tomorrow, if the earth suddenly opened up and I was traveling to work, and before I arrived there, the business got swallowed, everyone in it got swallowed, and everything that I typically understand to be my business got swallowed. Where then is the value? How do I protect it? And most importantly, what would I need to do differently to make sure that I can start up again tomorrow? Because in that, the true definition of that value lies.
0: And I think so many people are facing that scenario right now, Pavlo. I mean, you talk about the riots and that's one part of it. But I mean, the the other riot, of course, that has taken the world by a storm has been the COVID riot. And in many, many respects, people have faced these sorts of things. And so, I mean, there are there, there are lots of accounting terms that can start to describe what value is. But maybe we should just go through it and say, right, what is tangible value? The the earth has opened up. It has swallowed up the business. Everything is gone Except you and your, you know, and the business concept, the idea, the um, and mm. and the, and the track record that you've built up
1: over a period of time. So, what
0: is tangible value in a world of a
1: swallowed-up business? Well, so let's let's imagine two very different types of businesses because, you know, using a jargon and terminology can be a bit frustrating. Otherwise, and if we imagine two businesses, imagine a manufacturing business. So let's imagine it's a business that makes tables. Everyone knows a table. It makes tables. It makes furniture. It makes physical things in the home. And the other business is more, uh, it's a services business. Um, And and Bruce, pick a services business. It could be a marketing agency. It could be a legal firm. It could be uh, an architectural firm. Uh, physiotherapy, um, anything. Uh, f- physiotherapy, physiotherapy, that's helpful. That's helpful, I like okay, physiotherapy. Okay, wonderful. So we've got a bunch of physiotherapists and we've got a, a manufacturing business. So tangible assets are the things that you can mostly see, touch, feel, and exchange at something hard. So for example, in the manufacturing business, it's going to be the lathes, it's going to be the inventory, the finished goods, the finished tables, the raw materials, It's going to be the hammer the screws the nails the glue uh, the fabrics it's going to be uh, the plant and equipment it's going to be the vehicles that you would have used to take your products churn from the market and where you would have collected for example your raw materials Um, it's going to be uh, debtors although it's not physical it's contractual it's there it's tangible you can collect the debts that are owed to you by your customers um, if you've given them terms, it would be cash in bank. Uh, hopefully, you can collect the cash out of the bank. So it's all those physical elements that make the business function and operate. If we go to the advertising agency or the physiotherapy uh, a business, well, it's going to be the uh, uh, ointments that you might use, the that, that stuff that they put on that just feels so amazing. Ice-cold stuff. stuff in order to get <laughs> the stuff. I've, to I've, be I've, it turns needle. out that
0: I've, I've made a terrible choice about, because, I mean, <laughs> uh, in terms of tangible value. But, but, but you would have a client list. Um, you would have a client list as a physiotherapist. I mean, that's got to be the biggest tangible asset that you've got when it comes to this. I mean, the potions and the lotions and everything else got well, swallowed up.
1: Yep, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully you would have a client list. Hopefully you would have client files. So you have... But that would have been swallowed up as well
0: you saw them in the cloud you've got your tables you you had foresight it was brilliant
1: yeah you well if you had foresight and you had used a piece of software to consolidate all your client files and have client details and client data in both cases you already are a step ahead but in a physiotherapy business those tables are expensive you have receptions you have art to create an atmosphere. You do have machines um, that either uh, make things hot or cold in order to loosen muscle and get blood flow going in your joints, et cetera, and so forth. So those are all the tangible things. And Bruce, all of them, the whole lot, imminently replaceable. The earth swallowed up these two businesses, and tomorrow for so long as you were insured... For so long as you had protected the assets that create activity in your business and you had done so smartly and you done so thoroughly and you were reviewing your insurance policies on a biannual basis to make sure that everything physical can be replaced should the earth swallowed up, tomorrow you can have it all back again. It might take time, but truth of the matter is you can have it all back again. So that deals with our tangible stuff that we can see and we can replace because it can be insured.
0: That intangibles however also have a value and 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 that that is often the stuff that's harder to
1: identify. Yeah. You know that starts getting into the proper accounting definitions. They talk about something called goodwill and intellectual property. And intellectual property really is it's about your trademarks and your patents. Um, we don't have a huge amount of patent patenting activity in South Africa, uh, but it's the know how the secrets, the formulas, the algorithms, the, um, uh, the, 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 the copyright if you've written a whole lot of stuff in many cases, it can be software software sits murkily between the two, between tangible and intangible. Uh, but your software that you might have designed and written up uh, in order to guide certain activities, uh, all of those are the intangibles. And they become harder and harder and harder to protect because really it's, you know, what is the value of a patent? Well, the argument is going to be that we're going to try and sell the patent out. there. Who would want to buy it? That would give us a value. Alternatively, what is the value of your trademarks? So we've seen this in cyberspace. We've seen people who squat on certain websites in the very, very early days when internet solutions first established. I remember there was a huge case between McDonald's and someone who had mcdonalds.com or Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And there was this big debate around, well, you know, who, how did he or she get that and, and what's its value worth and it still happens today. There are lesser and lesser and lesser, but you find people who capture intellectual property and attempt to trade it and sell it. Uh, but it's harder. It's harder to give value to that because mostly the value is what its earning potential was. And the fact of the matter is that its earning potential got swallowed up in the earth in both businesses. So tangible, easy to replace intangible, enormously valuable if you've protected it and you can get access to it, but really it's life comes through trade rather than uh, being inert. And then you move on to people, and sadly both lots of people were swallowed up in this earth. Oh, come on, you're, this is terrible. <laughs> so as a business owner, you want to get the business back up and running. Well, can we replace people? Yes, we can replace people. Or can you, if you have an argument in your mind that says, well, I can't replace Jack, John and Jill. Well, why can't you No, They've got very, very scarce skills. Okay. Well then in truth, if you can't replace them, it means they own the business, not you because without them, there you have no business. Well, I can't replace Sipo, Mary and, and Jake. Well, why can't you replace them? Well, they've got the relationships with customers. Okay. Well, then they own the business, not you. Well, and then I can't replace Bradley and Mariki. Well, why can't you replace them? <laughs> because they just know how things work. And they know how but to they, hold it all together.
0: But the, you had no systems, Pavlo. I mean, how long have I told you you need systems <laughs> for goodness sake?
1: I have worked so hard to get you to say that word this evening. I've been moving down that path and I'm so proud of you because the fact of the matter is if you had those boring things, the systems, the activities that you've organized into sequences with measured outcomes that have job descriptions that have training material that make sure marketing brings in customers, sales converts them, operations fulfills your promises, Administration manages the experience of a client. You can get your people up and running to start those four engines with all the physical assets that you've now replaced because they were insured and covered. And in truth, then, Bruce, that being the case, where is the true value of a business? It lies in your favorite word. In systems systems
0: yeah systems. absolutely absolutely and your systems of everything and, and so the the move to cloud computing is so long overdue i mean anybody who's lost a, a a fancy smartphone who didn't have all of their data backed up to the cloud knows you have to start from scratch and if you've dropped your phone in the loo or you've you know dropped it and driven over it or you know your kids have lost it or whatever the case might be you and and you've got the stuff backed up it is as simple as claiming on the insurance getting the new device and going download i think um i'll get somebody else to do it for me but you know you can restart fairly easily provided there is a system and a process and a plan and at least one person who knows where to find all the stuff pavlo fatidi's our small business focus on a thursday